another day, another podcast, Ezra. Indeed. What day is it? Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't know. Time has lost all of its meaning. The only thing I know is that I see a box before me with numbers in them. <laughs> oh, God. It doesn't have numbers in them. It has words. Subjects. Subjects. Which we're about to pick a subject out of a hat. Let's get one. Box. And we're going to may or may not know anything about it. And then we're, we're going to do figure some it research. Out. Also, this is right. called Talk First, Think Later. Yeah. And also, I'm Ezra. I'm Luke. Good. All right, and so I picked the subject, Ezra. What do you got, Luke? I have ghosts. 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 Okay. This All right. Cool. I'm down right. with ghosts. ghosts. Uh, cool. Who's your favorite ghost? Uh, don't my say... favorite. What? Don't say what. Casper. All right. Fine. <laughs> so your favorite uh, ghost? No. Were you gonna say not. that? I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it. My favorite ghost. That's a good question. I like the ghosts in Harry Potter. I was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. Nearly. Like nearly the headless neck. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Let's get to the subject. Do you believe in ghosts? No. I don't believe in ghosts either. There you go. Yeah. What would a ghost be? What would a ghost be? Yeah. Oh, I know what my favorite ghost is. Who? My favorite ghost is the ghost from, from there's a short story that Oscar Wilde wrote. Mark Twain. No. What? Who? 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 What? I think I know what ghost you're talking about. I think it was written by Mark Twain. You're wrong. No. What? Why would you say? What, what's the, the ghost? What's this? the story? It's written what's by Mark story? Twain. Yes, You're I think... assuming that I'm wrong before I've even yes. opened my mouth. Yes. Now. What is the story? Jesus Christ. What's it about? It's the... No, don't look it up. This it's the ghost, the ghost of the Canterville ghost or yeah. the Canter... That was not written by Mark Twain. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep talking about the Canterville ghost. I'm okay, just saying. Okay, yeah. Okay. The story takes place in an, an English manor mm-hmm. in, in the English countryside or in mm-hmm. an English town. And an American family moves in and they come and they... The ghost is trying his hard to be spooky. <laughs> He's trying real hard, but he just can't... The, the Americans are unflappable and they always have some <laughs> little product that they've got that that uh, just, just foils the ghost's attempts to be scary. So he tries to make the hinges all squeaky, mm-hmm. and the Americans have their oil, and they oil the hinges, and they're no longer squeaky. He has a blood stain that he makes appear over and over on the mm-hmm. same spot mm-hmm. on uh, this chair or the carpet, and the Americans have their incredible cleaning uh, <laughs> solution so that, nice. that cleans it every time. And eventually he runs out of paint because <laughs> he was just painting it <laughs> repeatedly and has to use, like, green paint and they're like oh it's green now <laughs> but that's my favorite ghost I now think. I like that here's the thing story. Ezra what I am pretty sure now you sound very confident so I'm less confident but I'm pretty sure that's written by Mark Twain all right I'm pretty sure it's written by Oscar Wilde yeah I'm I'm just offended by how quick you were to be I like knew exactly I know exactly what about. story you were talking about though right. I guessed completely on the nose okay well let's see who's I so hope that I'm right because I am offended I even knew like <laughs> as soon as you said oh I know my favorite ghost I knew you were going to talk about this story. Wow. And it's a good story. He's a, he's a hilarious yeah. ghost. Mark, Mark Twain's a great writer. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame that he didn't write this. But, uh, he is and, a great writer. Oh, who do you think wrote it? Oscar Oscar, Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wildebeest. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll see. Okay, there we go. All right. Some friendly rivalry. I want to look this up right now, but no. We should continue. <laughs> continue. We'll what it. about you? What's your favorite ghost? I like classic ghosts. You know, just What is a classic ghost? ghosts. <laughs> Instead of the ghosts that murder you, the ghosts that just spook you. Is that how they used to be there's back lots of in the crazy day? Crazy Japanese ghosts, like spirits. Yeah, there's ghosts that are like with a woman that have no face. Mm-hmm. There's lantern ghosts. Yeah, the ones that possess things, that objects. Those are yeah, cool. Those ghosts. are cool. About exorcisms. I guess those are demons, not yeah, ghosts. Yeah, those are demons. Those possess ghosts. you. I think we're talking about ghosts. Here. Yeah, we're talking about ghosts. You're right. Yeah, dead, are... dead people. 
Dead people dead become dogs. ghosts. Dead dogs? <laughs> can dogs ghost dogs? I don't think there can be ghost dogs. I don't think dogs would haunt. I've met someone who believed in ghosts, and I just thought, eh, you're silly. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Mm-hmm. Carl mm-hmm. Sagan or somebody Charles else. Jump. Charles Jump. Charles Darwin. <laughs> no relation to Charles Darwin. <laughs> the Ghost Hunters. There's ghost TV Hunters shows. is a great show. Yeah. They're just so silly. It is. Uh, oh, uh, Ouija boards. Are you there? What are you saying? Why do you sound like a baby? Don't hush me. It's going to be okay. I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> um, ectoplasm. Lubberkins. Where did, where did ectoplasm come from? Is ectoplasm a real thing? Ectoplasm is a real thing, but it's not ghost related. Like ectoplasm is the plasm outside, like the plasma outside of cells or something. Like there's <laughs> endoplasm and ectoplasm, but it has nothing to do with ghosts. <laughs> I'll look into that. Um, but I like I like ectoplasm. I like the word. It's a great word. Every culture has their version of a ghost. Yeah. Or their ghost stories, you know. The Indian culture has their skinwalkers. Um, There's like a... I think Japan like and Asia really do have a bunch of different ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. And they all manifest does. as ghosts. Like Scandinavia has a bunch of different monsters and stuff, but they're not ghosts. There's you like know? trolls, they're trolls and, and boggarts and... In Africa, I think they don't really have ghosts. It's, it's spirits, I think, more. It's more like forces of nature. Right. It's more like a creepy sound in the woods. I think in Japan, it's really, oh, it's ghosts, a ghost. Oftentimes. That could make some sense to me if you consider, like, at least for, for China, mm-hmm. like the whole kind of like ancestor worship yeah. stuff and it's inherent in like I don't know Confucianism in 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 the western world we have demons I think that's a big we thing have more demons than yeah ghosts. but we have ghosts still what, what is would a make... ghost is it a dead person? a ghost is just I think a dead person's spirit that's like hasn't moved on yet that's, they yeah. haven't moved on I like that definition of ghosts I'm sure there's tons of definitions of ghosts yeah but so so does that mean that like a haunted house could it be haunted by like just the house itself is spooky or does it have to be there was a person and they died i think it's defined by the context of the house not the house itself if it's haunted or not but that's what i'm saying can you have a spooky house that's doing supernatural weird things but not in relation to i don't a think person so. being i think it dead? has to be in relation to a person being dead okay ghosts ghost stories campfires ghost stories are great have you ever had a paranormal experience no not like really paranormal but something that scared you and it felt paranormal yeah what I don't know. I can't think of it right now, <laughs> but I'm sure that I have. I think uh, everybody has. I don't know that I ever have. There have been times of synchronicity or coincidence that seem like crazy coincidences. Mm-hmm. And again, I can't think of any right now, but I remember the feeling of like, wow. But that's not supernatural. It just felt like, wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> when I read ghost stories, I believe them in the moment. You know what I mean? Mm. They feel real. And I believe the person. They feel scary. I wonder who's the most level-headed, famous person to have a sincere ghost experience. Eh, probably plenty. It's not one of the more outlandish things to believe, really. I think so, obviously, because I don't believe in ghosts. It's, it's like, not like you have people. If you believe that there's some kind of spirit in, you know, inherent in people. A soul. Like a soul. If you believe in a soul. Mm-hmm. It's not too much of a stretch to think, well, maybe their soul is trapped on Earth because of some messed up business. What <laughs> happened? You know? So I, I don't think that's too ridiculous. 
It's not like um, Terrence Howard who believes that one times one equals two. <laughs> and has created a new it's system crazy. of math based on that. Where do you think the belief in ghosts come from? Do you think it's a sort of desperation to have Your someone not back. be dead? Or do you think it's a fear of the dead itself? I think it's those come back? and also explanatory powers of ghosts. Sometimes you think like, well, why, why could this happen? Or why does bad stuff keep happening over here? It's like, oh, well, ghosts. All right. Well, All right. Um, what else? Can you, can you think of anything else that you assert about ghosts? Uh, I assert that they don't exist. I assert that they don't <laughs> exist, too. We'll find out. So they're we'll look it up on Wikipedia. Course. I think ghosts are as old as culture yeah. itself, really. I think Japan has some weird ghosts. I think it has a ghost where there's a eyeball where the butthole should be. I think you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll Good. see we'll you in see a second. We'll see you later. In, bop, bop, boop, bop, boop. in one second. Bop, boop, bop, 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 and we're back. Not really. I tricked you. Bye. All right, Ezra, we're back. We've done research about ghosts and... Spooky research. Uh-huh, we were spooked out. I was too scared. I didn't do any research. <laughs> oh, no. I closed out of my browser and hid under my blankets. Uh, well, you You're going to have to carry us on this hand. one. <laughs> well, all right. Turns out, Ezra, that you're totally wrong about the Canterbury Tales author. Really? It was written by Marky Twain. Damn. Yeah, and you were like, oh, Luke, you idiot. And you know who was right? I was right. <laughs> no, you weren't. What, what do you mean? Mark Twain. <laughs> oh, Luke. Oh. I'm going to drop the charade now. I did research, and Luke is wrong. <laughs> it's the Canterville Ghost, and it was written by Oscar Wilde. I know why I made this mistake. Because they're both witty, yeah. acerbic well, yeah. gentlemen I mean, yeah. types. At the time, I was into a lot of audiobooks. And there were a bunch of free audiobooks by Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. But there were also a bunch of free ones by Oscar Wilde. And I was just eating them all up at the same time. Uh, so I, I confused see. the authors. Yeah, I, I, I can understand And I that. insisted upon Mark Twain. You did insist. You immediately insisted. Well, I'll have you know. I also did know exactly the story you were talking but about. But I also knew that I was right and you were wrong. I mean, you knew I was wrong about the author, but you didn't know I was wrong about knowing what story you were it talking about. It doesn't matter. Regardless, it matters. No, it does matter. Regardless, we're not going to get into this anymore, but I just want to have the last word because I am <laughs> technically you, right. Why do you? Oh, fine. Because I am technically right. right. Yeah, all right. Regardless, you were wrong. Even. Moving on. Even. You're right. Yeah, move on. Even what? (laughs) Even because even if, even even if, which it happened to be the case that you knew what I was talking about, you were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ezra. That's all, man. What's a ghost? What's a ghost? A ghost is a spirit. I wrote down the dictionary definition. Alternate. Let's, Let's, we say ghost is a spirit. It's a spook. Oh, the ghost synonyms? Oh, I don't know. I thought that. What do you what, we what do you expect me to like follow along yeah. like an improv expert? All right, yes. fine, fine. Let's do it. All right. What ghost? is a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> don't talk over me. It's improv. We're supposed to do this. Okay. Right? Right, What's a ghost, Ezra? Uh, a ghost is a spirit. Wraith. Spook. Poltergeist. Uh, goblin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Haint, phantom, revenant, shade, specter, apparition. Mm, yeah, I think you 
covered all the bases there. Yeah. Yeah, what's uh, a ghost? What are, okay. This is the dictionary boy here. Which boy? Which dictionary boy? The dictionary.com boy, ghost. Good boy. I've got two of them. The soul of a dead person, a disembodied spirit imagined, usually as a vague, shadowy, or evanescent form, mm. as wandering among or haunting living persons. Now, evanescent means vanishing, fading away, fleeting. And there's another definition for ghost. A mere shadow or semblance, a trace. So, like, he was a ghost he was of a, his former right, self. Right, exactly. That kind of stuff. But Can't we're not really. I mean, yeah, we, we, we get that. So, ghost comes from the word geist. The German word geist. The German word geist. Meaning ghost. <laughs> Meaning ghost. <laughs> so, like, when people say zeitgeist. Time ghost. Time is zeit and ghost mm-hmm. is geist. The spirit of the times, quite mm-hmm. literally. All right, so let's talk about some famous ghosts. Well, we've mentioned the Canterville Ghost. Yeah, that's by a Mark Twain. Ghost. The ghost from Hamlet. Oh, you mean Hamlet? Yeah, Hamlet's father, Hamlet. Hamlet, Hamlet Senior. Yeah, Hamlet the Elder. There are those three ghosts. Christmas ghosts. Those three Christmas ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Casper. Ghostly cocktail. The Flying Dutchman. The Flying Yeah Ghost Boat. So okay. So so we, what is a ghost? Ghosts, I, I think, is evidenced by the Flying Dutchman, which is a ship. A ghost ship, so it's not a person. Like, the dictionary definition says the soul of a dead person, a disembodied mm. spirit imagined. But, you know, anything can be a ghost. Spirit. It's just like, it kind of, you go on feel for what's a ghost and what's not. It's like pornography. <laughs> you know it when you see it, right? <laughs> right, right. And you know that boat's a ghost. And you know that, I can tell. I've seen <laughs> I've seen lots of boats. I've seen some ghosts in my time. That is a ghost goat. I mean, <laughs> a ghost boat. Um, yeah, and of course, you, you can have ghost dogs. You can, of course, have yeah, ghost Yeah, you dogs. can have ghost animals. They're, they're all over in yeah. cultures. So, uh, like what cultures? You know, I did some research into several cultures, ghosts. Mm-hmm. And what we said earlier was kind of right. Africa does not have many ghosts per se as like the soul of a dead person. At least not as like a prominent component of no. a lot of uh, sort of cultural practices and Yeah, they tend whatnot. to focus more on spiritual like uh, nature. Nature, nature, natural spirits, mm-hmm. animals, such. Japan has a lot of ghosts that mm. they call urei. I'm not pronouncing that right. What has it okay. spelled? Y-U-R-E-I and the U has a line over it. Yurei. 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 Yeah, they got a bunch of different ghosts. They've got those paper lantern ghosts. Those are Chochin no Kabe, which is technically a Tsukomogami. Those are tools in Japanese folklore that have acquired a spirit. And the Chochin no Kabe, the lantern ghost, has a big mouth and a tongue and is usually depicted with one eye. Cool. You've probably seen it. Probably. Didn't they have one in uh, that one movie? Pompoko? Yeah. Yeah, they did. That movie also had other ghosts in it. It had lots of ghosts. It had uh, the faceless ghost, the Napuro Bo, which mm-hmm. is apparently harmless. It just spooked you out with a no face, you know, yeah. just a featureless face. And then there's a Shirame, which was also harmless. All it did was uh, show people its butt eye. Mm, nice. It was a regular man walking on a bridge and it said, hey, check this out. And it disrobed and showed you the eye on its butthole. What color was its eye? I don't know. It wasn't brown? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You got me, man. <laughs> I'm so you sorry. You got me. Those are some Japanese ghosts. Here are some ghost abilities. Ghost traits, yeah. That are got? factually Verified, compiled. yes. Telepathy. Right, obviously. Telekinesis. Duh. Invisibility. Clearly. Possession. Huh. Do you hear that? I made a joke by accident. Invisibility. Invisibility clearly. clearly. <laughs> ah, look at you. Possession. No strength. Super no strength. strength. 
Super no strength. strength is a pretty good <laughs> ability. <laughs> Flying. Spookiness. Moving intangibly through walls. Time travel. <clears throat> and fear inducement. Spookiness. Yeah. Spooky ghost. They got the spook ability. They can probably hold their breath for a really long time. Yeah, they can hold their breath forever. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad being a ghost. They're never hungry. So where do we draw the line then? Because there's... Between ghosts and not ghosts? Yeah, because there are directions... Well, we just like our in. earlier furniture yeah, podcast, we don't want to get... it's a blurry line between what's a ghost and what's not a ghost. And it's pointless to argue these semantics. Demons can be ghosts. Uh-huh. Not all ghosts are demons. It's just... What about the Holy Ghost? Oh, can you tell me what the Holy Ghost is? There's the three parts of the Holy Trinity. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. Father being just like God, God. Yeah. And then the Son being Jesus, God. Mm-hmm. And then the Holy Ghost being the Holy Ghost, God. And what is that? I mean, I don't totally know. Really. <laughs> I thought you did it. Well, I know I kind of did, but I still don't know. There's the whole branches of theology that devoted are like, to devoted being, to this and Ghost? what is it and is it even real? So Isaac Newton, for instance, yeah, did not believe in the Holy Trinity. What uh, did he believe in? I mean, he had his own he had his own whole little like theology. He definitely was like a devout Christian and believed in God. And it's the same in in Islam. They also don't believe in the Holy Trinity in a sense that <laughs> they don't believe Jesus. Is they don't believe Jesus God. was the Son of God and also literally god that's kind of polytheism maybe but we're getting really far afield the holy ghost is probably the most famous ghost yeah but it might not even be a ghost yeah it's it's (laughs) of an entirely different nature than almost any other kind of ghost or spirit yeah well let's go to another culture so we talked about how africa doesn't have a lot of ghosts yeah but i found some ghosts oh cool what do you got there's a lot of ghost stories that take place in africa that only take place in colonial towns places of european influence Right? Okay. There's tons of those. There's plenty of those. But native African ghost stories are rare. But here's one called an Ibiku or Ogbanje. Technically, they're different kinds of ghosts, but they obviously have the same roots. Okay. The Ogbanje comes from the Igbo people, and the Ibiku is a Yoruba word. It means predestined to death. What they both do is uh, it's a child that dies and then possesses the subsequent children of the same mother and kills them early on. Anyway, that's a Nigerian myth. Also, there's another ghost called an Obambo, mm-hmm. ghost that lives in a bush. And then it usually ends up requesting a nice house from a relative. This is in <laughs> Central the, Africa. It's the mooch ghost. <laughs> it's the mooch ghost. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, those are two types of African ghosts. Okay, interesting. Um, and sorry for butchering up pronunciations of those words. I apologize. Oh, you're, you're forgiven. Thank you. <laughs> I speak for everyone. <laughs> uh, it's interesting, too, that you mentioned, you said it was a Nigerian myth of yeah. the yeah. ghost, child exactly. ghost, because I was looking into Scandinavian ghosts, Yeah. since we specifically call out Scandinavian folklore as being full of trolls and whatnot, and that does actually seem to be the case. They had more of their, their mystical... More focused on corporeal creatures. Yeah, like just... Ephemeral. I suppose so. But one of the few ones I did see was the Myling or mealing or something like that. And that too is a child ghost. Hmm. Uh, is is an unbaptized baby. If an unbaptized baby dies, it becomes this creature. And and what it'll do is it'll latch onto your back and say, hey, come bring me to the graveyard. And hmm. it'll get heavier and heavier as it gets to the graveyard. And if you can't bring it to the graveyard to give it a proper burial, it will kill you. 
Now, that's pervasive in lots of ghost myths. Improper burial is often a reason why a person who has died will come back in a, as a ghost. I have a list of commonalities of ghost stories across culture. Ghosts often have incomplete burials, mm-hmm. no legs, uh-huh. transparent, they haunt locations, they're often evil, they're mm-hmm. often not evil, Oh, <laughs> unable to move on, story of vengeance, and ethereal. Oh, I already said that, see-through. There's plenty of reasons why a ghost will be created, including no reason at all, you know? Yeah. Often it's the victim of a murder or wrongdoing or someone who has uncompleted business on Earth. Any amount of reasons for I a mean, ghost really, to it's happen. it's any reason that anyone wants to make up <laughs> what are you talking about, Ezra? Uh, Ghosts think... are hard science. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. After all, uh, a Nobel Prize winning immunologist was uh, not only an avid spiritualist and believer in ghosts, but he also coined the phrase ectoplasm, as we were discussing earlier. Uh, This man, whose name I neglected to mention, is Charles Robert Richet. And ectoplasm, in this sense, is kind of like a spooky sort of cloth? It would be cloth-like. A cloth-like material substance thing that would be somehow created by a medium during a seance. And that's not what I thought ectoplasm was. And form the material for the manifestation of spirits. Yeah, so it's some spooky stuff. Spooky stuff that the ghosts would then be made out of that come from the medium. Yeah, I thought ectoplasm was kind of goop. Now, ectoplasm is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a real thing. I I have a definition of real stuff here. The more viscous, clear outer layer of the cytoplasm in amoeboid cells. So not only was he the father of the idea of ectoplasm, as well as a pioneer in the field of immunology, uh, winning, as I said, a Nobel Prize for his efforts in that department, but he was also a prominent racist and believed in the inferiority of black people. So there you go. I mean, if, you, if we have So the Nobel on the Prize hand, Committee is just, you know, <laughs> low bar. Well, they, they almost gave, uh, what, Hitler a, a peace <laughs> prize or something. It's interesting to think of rationality and the ability to sort of think straight and well and properly and here's a man who made great contributions to science and was simultaneously a believer in ghosts which would seem to signal that he's he was a fool (laughs) he was he was a fool he was he was a racist superstitious great scientist (laughs) i was looking up like level-headed people who believe in ghosts and he was about the most renowned person i could think of who believed in ghosts well somebody renowned scientifically successful right for their scientific thought arthur conan doyle was a huge spiritualist as well but he wrote fiction (laughs) dan Aykroyd as well did he believe in ghosts he believed in they were the inspiration his belief in ghosts was the inspiration for Ghostbusters. Uh, And he's gone on to do, you know, kind of little ghost hunting excursions in his life. Huh. Yeah. Three things that are kind of tangential that we talked about last time was a lubberkin. So a lubberkin was a large, hairy man with a tail that performs housework in exchange for milk. And a place by the fire. And a place by the fire. Doesn't sound too bad. That doesn't sound like a ghost either. Now, I talked about skinwalkers. Skinwalkers aren't ghosts. They're witch doctors in Navajo culture that have turned evil and they're called skinwalkers because they wear the skin of an animal apparently that's taboo in navajo culture although mm. they'll wear sheep and goat skin on occasion yeah so that was one of the tangential things we discussed that was that was two. Oh, the and the terrence ghost howard's 
Teriology. Teriology. One times one equals two. One on a bun. He yeah. insists. And this is just the idea that Terrence Howard believes one times one equals two, the actor. Yes. And well, that's nutty. That's more nutty than the belief in ghosts. Easily, handily. <laughs> I wouldn't even call someone who believes in ghosts a nut. If you did, you'd have to call a lot of people nuts. Let's look at some numbers. For people time. who believe in ghosts? For people believing in ghosts. All right, hit yeah. them. Gallup has done a few, few polls. Here's the results of one from 1990 in the U.S. Of the respondents who were asked whether they had seen a ghost, 9% uh, said yes in 1990. Seen, visually. Seen or been uh, around a ghost. Been around, yeah. The specific language was seen or been in the presence of a ghost. Interesting, okay. Been in the presence of a ghost. So that was 9%, and that was in 1990. 1996, they asked the same question. Again, 9%. Now, in 2009, so fast-forwarding 13 years, we have the Pew Research Group uh, doing another poll, and they found 18% of respondents now had said that they had huh. either seen or been in the presence of a ghost. So, so that's doubled. In less than 20 years. In less than 20 years, that number doubled. And if you look at similar responses for another question, which was being in touch with the dead, as opposed to seeing or being in the presence of a ghost, uh, the numbers from 1990 are 17% said yes, 1996, 18% said yes, and then 2009, 29% had said that they had been in touch with the dead. That's a marked increase. I would say that those numbers are really hard to pin down. Yeah, of course. It, um, the language is probably going to swing at 10% either way, depending on how you ask it. 9%, though, is probably on the lower end of people yeah. who have been ghosts. Well, here's just one example of, of that kind of effect, I think, where subtle changes in language can affect the responses. In 2005, uh, a Gallup poll asked two questions. So one of them was, do you believe in ghosts? Mm-hmm. Another was, do you believe in haunted houses? Strangely, at least this is strange to me, 37% of respondents believed in haunted houses and 32% believed in ghosts. Where is that 5% extra coming from who <laughs> believe in haunted houses but not ghosts? I am perplexed by this. I mean, it doesn't make much logical sense, but at the same time, I understand why they would say that. There's something more believable about a haunted house. Yeah, just um, sort of a spooky place. Yeah, rather than a ghost but haunted means it's being haunted by something a presumably ghost. a ghost, <laughs> presumably a ghost. <laughs> so yeah that's strange but you know yeah very odd but that's but i i think that might be it is that when you think haunted house you don't think as implausible as ghost for whatever reason mm-hmm. even though if you stop to think about it they might really entail sort of the same thing yep so there you go so, moving on to the old timies. The earliest ghost stories, Ezra. What about them? I found three really early ghost stories. There's one in the Old Testament where Samuel, the leader of ancient Israel, is summoned by a witch at the order of Saul, the first king of Israel. Mm-hmm. So he's summoned and he talks to him and he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. There's one in the Odyssey by Homer. Yes. In the 8th century BC, Odysseus goes to the underworld and meets some ghosts there. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. They also, like to go in the underworld in ancient Greece. Yeah. They love the underworld. <laughs> it's a great, great nightclub. Yeah. Also, one of his uh, ship workers fell overboard, and the ghost was like, ah, talking to him. <laughs> and the earliest case of a ghost that I think there is is from the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is notably known as being the first piece of literature, the first long-form piece of literature. That we've got, yeah. This is 2100 BC, where Gilgamesh's buddy, Enkidu, visits the netherworld. Mm. By the way, we should probably throw the, the subject of Gilgamesh in the hat, or the Epic of Gilgamesh. 
So interesting. Why do people believe in ghosts, Ezra, do you think? I wrote down a list of reasons why I think sure. they believe in ghosts. Let's, let's see how many of your list I can get. Maybe I'll add some new ones. Let's, let's see. Death is scary, and nobody wants to die. And, okay, I have fear uh, in there, yeah. Yeah, so this is sort of gives hope for life after death in some way or some continuance there. Okay, I don't have hope. Well, it's it's hope to be able to communicate with the dead. Right? Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. I think that's a good reason. Okay. There's the use of ghosts to explain things. Mm-hmm. Unexplained noises and happenings. Yeah, oh, it must be a ghost. Like a poltergeist, for instance. Exactly. Which just oh, means polterge- noisy ghost. Yeah, German words. Noisy ghost, German words, yeah. You, you want to use them to scare children. I haven't thought of that. And thus, your fake stories have become real beliefs by your children. Oh, yeah. Repeated often enough and becomes the truth. So I have some other reasons. I put sadness, which I think is hope, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing. I put hallucinations, you know, just oh, literally going right. crazy. Right, right, Tricks by other people. People tricking you that into believing it's a ghost. Creaky floorboards, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. goes into unexplained noises and happenings. Naughty youths. Well, that that's so that's like practical jokes. Yeah, and there's pranks. often cases of teenagers like pretending to be poltergeists in so their like house. Practical jokes or pranks, uh, right? But I'm just saying, you know, they'll they'll knock over a cabinet and it'll be like, ah, oh, I didn't do it; a ghost did it. Oh, as an excuse. <laughs> okay, I see. Um, <laughs> dreams. Mm, yeah. Uh, hypnogogic. Hypnagogia. Hypnagogia. The the line between sleeping and being awake. So like sleep paralysis, where you can be paralyzed in bed and you hallucinate a fearsome creature above you. Carbon monoxide. Uh Oh, yeah. Too much carbon monoxide in the air, you start to hallucinate. And then also some people say that magnetic fields can make you think all weird. But I don't know if that how true that is. Yeah, and and like artifacts and photography in more recent times. Ah, um, yes, artifacts and photography. That's a big one. Yeah, because people try to use those as evidence as well. Okay, great. Ghosts are. We probably believe in them so strongly. I think the biggest reason is just a hope to connect to loved ones that we lost and fear. I think those are the two biggest reasons. Hope and fear. Yep. Sounds about right. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. I'm Luke Springer. I'm Ezra Berticelli. And this is Talk First, Think Later. Peace out.